Professor Rex is a jerk. Welcome back to Homo Superior. That was I'm your Kaylin. bit. That's my bit. What's the? Where's that where's, from? Where it's is, from Kitty Pride. He knows what I'm talking. I about. think the fans will like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so no one. <laughs> All two of our fans will. Thanks, mom. I'm no, Kayla. That was poor inflection. What's your name? And that's Clark. Um, I'm name, Ryan. Adam. Brent. Clark, and it's nice to see you. So uh, <laughs> we are doing quite a few I books like today. Uh, we are doing. Cable number five. Woo! We're doing uh, X Men Blue number eleven. X Men Gold. Twelve. Oh, number twelve. Twelve. Christ. Yeah. X Men. Jesus Christ number seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, X Men Gold number thirteen. Then. Yeah. Uh, Iceman number six yeah. and Astonishing X Men number four. Yeah. And but we are starting with <gasps> Marvel Rebirth. I'm sorry. I mean Marvel Resurrection. I mean Marvel Now. I mean. I mean, okay. it's Marvel Legacy. Good. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's another back to basics uh, approach that the two major companies are doing. Um, so it's an extra long issue, and so all five of us are going to do a round robin of recapping. What I'm gonna, is the just before we dive into this? Because I yeah. am still just a reader, not a like, expert. No person. reader of the yeah. What is the purpose of this overall comic series? What is it? Attempting? Marvel Legacy. Yeah. So Just the one issue. Well, oh, it's it? It, but it's to reset the a Marvel universe. And remember, uh, the Secret Empire arc just ended. There's a lot of people that felt that Marvel as a whole has gone off the, you know, gone off the tracks. Uh-huh. So this is a way to like do a, another back to basics thing. Oh, it's like Just, an X Men Prime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. X Men Prime. Prime. That's why that was. Yes. That was my bit at the beginning uh, of this. It's like DC just had rebirth last year. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, X Men. Oh, no, no, had I like knew the idea. Sorry, yeah, I just yeah. like wasn't sure if this was gonna be a. It's not a series. It's literally just like it's a, it's a one shot. It's, it's like a one, a one pump chop. You know. It's a pump and dump, Sorry. right? <laughs> pump from the prostitution biz. <laughs> yeah. what, exactly. What's the name of um, Axel? Whatever his name. Alex Alonso. He needs to get fired so badly. Uh, he's been the editor in chief for a while, but yeah, <laughs> to the, he started, and he's our guest yeah. next week, guys. When, when, when he became the editor in chief of X Men, that's when it went down, 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 fucking hill. I forgot he was editor editor of the X Men yeah. books. It was uh, so bad. Queef, so let's let's go into legacy. So I'm gonna start us off. Uh, it begins one million year, one million yeah, years ago, years. Earth, the Stone Age, oh. and we see uh, <laughs> Mjolnir being trying to be lifted by a bunch of uh, Neanderthals, <laughs> and then instead of Thor, you see Odin, Odin who Monkey had Mjolnir, uh, and he gets uh, uh, joined by uh, a prehistoric phoenix. I think uh, that Mjolnir sucks. Mjolnir's not a good hammer at this point because it doesn't come back to him, and he's like, it's like he programmed it incorrectly. Well, it's one million BC, so it's like Beta Mjolnir, you know, Uh, Mjolnir. That that is a hard word to say. You're doing really well though, because I never. I'm just Mjolnir. I used to call it when I was a kid. I used to call it Mjolnir. Yeah, Yeah. me too. And then I think it was the first Thor movie where like you know Mjolnir, and then you had what's her face. She kept calling it Meow Meow. Uh, uh, the the uh, no, not Natalie Portman, yeah. her little assistant, oh, like yes. uh, the comic relief, uh, the girl Kat from Two Broke Girls, Cat Dennings. Thank that you. Show was canceled. Thank God. <laughs> anyway, so back to Legacy. Um, both uh, Odin and Phoenix, prehistoric Phoenix, are joined by the other Avengers BC, including uh, Black Panther, uh, Starbrand, uh, and Iron Fist, and the Sorcerer Supreme, who's actually the original, Agamotto, yeah. the original Agamotto. And so there. And Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider, yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, he pops yeah. in. He's got a um, mastodon. So is, it, it's an, is it a lady? It's just a flame. No, that's I think a, it's, a, I, it's the female Iron Fist. Yeah, it's a female Iron Did Fist. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix? yeah. And so uh, they're, they're fighting injustice in 1 million BC, and they come across the Celestial, Did which you say is. Injustice? No. They're just no. fighting monkeys the entire time. That's your time. favorite comic series. So. <laughs> So they're 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 basically you know just hanging around as the Avengers do, and they come across a celestial, which is a uh, a giant species of, of celestial beings. Uh, one has just come to Earth. Space gods, they call them space gods. They're basically space gods, uh, and the big space god wakes up and starts uh, attacking them, and the Avengers BC start fighting him. And then we go, we move to the modern day, aka now. 
to a young ghostwriter. Uh, I thought this was Nate Gray for a second because of the hair, and then I realized it wasn't. And it's also ghostwriter who now has a car instead of a motorcycle. And also, there's two of them. Is that true? There's, Good catch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Robbie. 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 Ray, Robbie Ray who was and, they used his version of ghostwriter like in the Agents of, Agents of Shield? Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Shield. Yeah. And this ghostwriter, he's yeah, got but a car, his brother in the show was like a that was an awesome cripple that then got killed. And then we got. Um, the other one here? who's in Spirits of Vengeance right now Johnny and Blaze. Iceman Johnny yeah. Blaze yeah He's he was the original Ghost Rider didn't know there were two so there, there, are, there three. were like there were four so well, now, there's now there's yeah, five yeah there was also a dog there come was on a, keep up Brent no ghost dog um, there was a female version as well watching? that's why I got confused a skateboard other dog a flaming <laughs> skateboard when they he was Poochie he was Poochie from the Simpsons there was also the anthropomorphic weed monster Johnny Hayes so what happens with Ghost Rider I was trying to tell it before you all rudely interrupted me to tell me how many Ghost Riders there are that's important they, Johnny wakes up in South Africa. He has no idea. Robbie wakes up in South Africa. He has no idea how he got there. When all of a sudden he's blown up by Starbrand. They fight a bunch. The Starbrand. The Starbrand. <laughs> which he will Which is not you. a strong brand because I don't know this character. But he also has to call himself the Starbrand. So he always shows up places and he's like, so the original, it's all about star branding yourself. The, the original, <laughs> I hate that. The original Starbrand was a creation in the 80s when they created an offshoot of the Marvel Universe called the New Universe. There was a bunch uh, of titles sort of set in the quote-unquote real world uh, to restart like their own like sort of like Mar- new Marvel universe. So right. It didn't do very well, but this star brand ended up being put into the Avengers by Jonathan Hickman. Well, his character's a real star bland, if I'm being Am honest. I right? That's good. Yes. On to Jotunheim! <laughs> <laughs> On to Jotunheim and Ryan. Loki is giving his best speech to a bunch of White Walkers, and then they go to Midgard. <laughs> and then, let's let's keep these fast. And Midgard, is Midgard is Earth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so we go to the Shield Storage Facility, Brent. And then they're like, "Oh, Iceman are attacking all the Shield agents." Who we find out Shield is shutting down uh, forever, and they're trying to like clear away boxes. They're trying to get a very special box that is not mm-hmm. recorded anywhere under any label, but is just left out in the open. And then uh, Thor and uh, <clears throat> Sam Wilson as Captain America show up, and they start punching and punching. And also Ironheart, female Iron Man, or Iron Man. Yes. I oh, that's like actually that. good. Yeah. No, that shows was up. that was in the comic. And she's yeah, don't give Bailey credit for that. She's kind of sassy. She's Riri is very sassy. Her I'm name the is diner. Riri. The diner in the American Southwest, Ryan. I didn't do Captain America. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. There he was. Well, he's in a <laughs> diner, and he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my future. But also, he's storing... Am I southern or something? I'm to Asgard. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to mention, mention that he put his shield... His shield was just sitting out in his, his, in bag. his messenger bag, and like, the whole shield ha- is sticking out of the fucking it's bag. It's a really big shield, and it's a small where bag. Where is Steve Rogers? Right here. Everyone can see where he is. I do exactly. love the arrogance Terrible. of the uh, waitress who's like... So, where are you headed, handsome? You're not getting a piece of Steve Rogers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, not nice, with that haircut. Nice try, Claire. Also, why did this woman from the 1950s transport to the future to then serve Steve Rogers coffee at a diner? Because that's how he oh, likes it. Thing. Yeah, um, and then we go on to Ask Arnie. Then, Chris Hemsworth is hot, <laughs> and he's a drunk. Um, then we uh, then we learn from a prophet that everyone's favorite butterface is back. Mangog! He's terrible looking. Yeah, Mangog. So, so Mangog's a real thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's a man that's also a dog. He's like basically villain. the pure evil of all like he's not the bad god killer. thoughts or something like that. No, he's no, not, he was not the god killer. killer. Yeah. That was somebody else. He's sort of like Odin's arch enemy. Okay. Yeah, so who cares? And then uh, MJ's boyfriend's yeah. back and he's less coma than ever. Wait, maybe? hey now, hey now, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Um, Mary Jane and Iron Man are dating. Yeah, they're they dating. Were, they were dating, and Mary Jane took over Stark. Yeah, she became like uh, CEO of Stark. Well, while what he happened was... to Pepper Potts? Yeah, I don't know. She's doing her own thing. I don't know. Gwyneth Paltrow tried to run a blog. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. Back then, in South Africa, Starbrand and Ghost Rider fought a lot until they exploded into a facility or a digging universe where. This guy was like, oh, these people just got evaporated. Let's keep digging. digging. Yeah, yeah, they're archaeologists. That's An archaeological the... site is what you think. <laughs> digging universe? And then we move on to a bathroom stall. Oh, yeah. Unlike ABC, Deadpool does what we all want and kills off an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> That's good. Like That's that. pretty good. Did he actually do it? Yeah. Oh. And then... Why we... did it happen? I'm sorry. 
Know. We killed off. I'm Ninja not really Sh- sure. I think it was during Secret Empire. It was. Yeah. Okay. Oh, because yeah. he was working he for and White. Secret yeah. Empire. Yeah. So yes. then we move on to the Greenwich Village, where Doctor Strange Sanctum Sanctorum is, and the Greenwich he, Meantime. The Greenwich Meantime, and he's talking to the modern day Iron Fist, and they're figuring Danny out. Rand. Yeah. Danny Bland. <laughs> Danny Rand, aka the Immortal Iron Fist. That's right. <laughs> and he's saying, "Do you ever dream you were a caveman, a caveman who murdered God?" Yeah, we all do. We all read the first part of this issue. Thanks, Danny. Doctor Strange is so fucking hot. Oh, he looks great, doesn't he? <laughs> right? Looks like he looks like a Ren Fair cosplayer. Yeah. He looks better than what they his got face rid of. His, plays him. Got rid of his gray temples. I'm not. I'm not into it. And then it's, oh, it's just a dime. And then we job. see perennial Spider-Man see. slash Marvel villain uh, Norman Osborn figuring out that he's trying to get into the magic game. And then back to Avengers Mansion. So Jeeves and New Wasp um, say everything's fine, but it's actually more like a reverse disappearing back to the future picture (laughs) where shit's actually showing up because a new villain or a new hero is emerged as one of the original Avengers. Yeah, that's what's the character's name? Voyager. 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 Really? So they tried this with with Sentry like back in 15 years ago. It bombed. It bombed. Everyone wanted him dead. And they wanted him bad. Wasn't that DNA (laughs) who did that? Uh, Voice Works. It was, uh, no, 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 Paul Jenkins created the Sentry character and then Brian Michael Bendis used He was not. No, it was after Force Works. More importantly, I'm just back in about... back in the warehouse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> back in the warehouse, it's Thor and uh, Captain America and Ironheart, and they're uh, implausibly fi- still fighting the tiny ice giants. I don't know how they haven't won yet. Agree. Uh, Ironheart apparently really wants to say Avengers Assemble, but can't really remember what that fucking phrase is. And one of the it's ice not that giants. Hard to remember. Yeah, one of the ice giants sneaks off with the aforementioned uh, mysterious crate box <laughs> box uh, it's a crate <laughs> You're right. it's being it's looked after yeah, he was in, in the midwest coast. people he was call in them forest works. all right okay we'll come back <laughs> i'm just saying i wasn't fucking wrong <laughs> forest works in the 90s century was the 2000s no he was in this. century Se- i'm talking about century century oh century century yeah Anyways, anyways, actually, Clark, since you're speaking, you want to talk to us about what's happening in the New York skyline? Um, they say, let's be Fantastic Four, (laughs) and that's it. Yeah, and they being... Hitler and Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is my favorite. It's Genghis Khan, Hitler, Santa Claus, and Gwyneth Paltrow, the new Fantastic Four. She's a and the Human Torch. It's going to be a great reintroduction to that. And and Human Torch looks... He can get it. He looks really good. But in that... Why no, it's a flare gun, you oh, idiot. Yeah. It's a flare gun over the four. But either way, yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying it's is giving like, him character, why is giving he him the rent? one with using the gun with his giant also, fucking rock fingers? Especially a human torch, he can use the flame. The yeah. yeah, that was that was weird. I didn't, I just didn't think about it until now. Meanwhile, we go to the Benazin star system. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, in Africa, uh, they are celebrating the same way the people of Naboo do with some <laughs> stupid-ass... Ah, 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 ah. Just, it's at the end of episode one. It makes no sense. Can Ex- someone give me a one-sentence explanation of why they own a galactic empire? We don't know yet. Don't no! Know. Yeah, so this is all, like, seeding a bunch of storylines. Okay, I like it. Yeah. But also, Alpha Flight gets a call from Marvel and says, we need to do Planet Hulk again, basically. Because the movie's coming out. Correct. Right. Can someone give me so a that- one-sentence explanation of why Alpha Flight's back? Alpha, Alpha Flight's been back, um, actually, under Cap- in Captain Marvel's series. Um, she brought uh, Alpha Flight back, and oh, they, were, they work and as sort of like... Uh, only Sasquatch and uh, Puck. And yeah. Like, yeah, and they're and basically a planetary defense system. Got it. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Understood. <laughs> back in South Africa... Ghost Rider and Starbrand are still fighting and fighting and fighting, and then all of a sudden, Robbie got pissed, gave him the penance stare, and just blew up Starbrand. So Starbrand, a character that nobody cared about, is dead, and nobody cares that he's dead. Um, and he's like, no more sleeping in the car for me, because he drove from L.A. to Africa. Um... Meanwhile, we're back uh, where uh, the Avengers BC... Well, uh, the, the archaeologists have now found the ancient one. That's yes. right. That's yeah. what I was about to say. So they're doing terrible Indiana Jones cosplay. They find the old <laughs> Celestial. And he goes, summon the final host. You have not even seen my final uh-huh. form yet. That's probably what he does. Sound yeah, like. cleanse, and cleanse, cleanse them, them all. all. Oh, uh, space Nazis. Great. Oh, God. Meanwhile... So the, uh, like in that warehouse thing with the Avengers again... 
they're like, oh, we found, we, we beat them. And they're like, well, more people would have died if it weren't for you. And so thank you. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, really let's nice. take a selfie or something. And yeah, the ice, they're holding hands. The ice guy who ran away with the crate, which is now inexplicably smaller, uh, gets hit by a fucking truck, yeah. uh, which was mentioned before. Beer truck comes back. And, and that's where I transition to... It's Wolverine! And he, original Wolverine. No, original. Yeah. And he's no, back from his blue-collar comedy tour, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's there. He has an Infinity Stone, and Jean is horny for it. Oh Yeah, Jean is horny for it. What? Yeah. She's like, it's so good for you to be back. Also, like, why, why is she so excited? Isn't this the young Jean? Did they, like, form some sort of weird relationship? of that. They, no, they did. They, they absolutely did. It's because when the young Jean and, like, those uh, X-Men, they first came back, they were part of Wolverine's school. Oh. The Jean Grey, the old Jean Grey school that Wolverine was the headmaster of. So, yeah. before they went and joined up with Cyclops. All Got the it. boring, shitty characters. <laughs> yep, that's it. So, Clark, since you're speaking, you want to talk to us about Gamora and Loki? <laughs> no, because you didn't tell me to do that. I actually did. But uh, <laughs> well, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, then well, I will there, be pick up. There. Gamora, well, the Loki picture, finds the ancient. The picture only had one Clark. Nope, it had three. Well, it doesn't well, matter because Gamora, Gamora realizes one of the Infinity Stones is now out of a box. I don't know how she didn't know where it was before because that <laughs> box must be fucking magic or something. Well, shit. the box was yeah, concealing. So Loki. I thought it was only half. Of Loki it, so. shows up where the ancients are. That ancient one is. And nothing else happens. Nothing else really happens in yeah. one space. Nothing. In the I space. Actually, I actually was like, why do I only get one? Well, I was giving you Val- Valeria and Franklin. That's the only too. one I thought. Oh, okay. Valeria. So we know that uh, the fan- uh, Fantastic Four, most of them have been creating new worlds and u- new universes. That's why they vanished for a while. And now we finally see <coughs> their children, Val and Franklin, who I fucking love, Val. And they She's call the it, they call each other butt face and fart head, <laughs> and yeah, Same. they're gonna start doing some shit. Well, you find out the back. narrator all along has been Valerie. Yeah. Well, v- Valeria. Don't call her Valeria. Valeria. What's her name? It's Val. 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 It's uh, yeah, Valeria is her name. Okay. Yeah. Val. Val. And she's supposed Val, to be Val. like four years old, but they age like suddenly she's eight, and she's like the smartest person on earth. Yep. So she's not currently on Earth, I guess. So that's uh, <laughs> Marvel Legacy. The writer is Jason Aaron. The main artist for Isad Rubik with Steve McNiven. There are a bunch of additional artists: uh, Chris Amney, Russell Dowderman, Alex Maliv, Ed McGinnis, Stuart Amonin, Pepe Larraz, Jim Chung, Daniel Acuna, Greg Land, Mike Diodato, David Marquez, and the exception of Greg Land, some of the best artists that Marvel has in its stable. It was a very pretty, pretty book. What was your favorite art? Uh, I'd say Isad Rubik, like of the Avengers BC. Mm-hmm. I thought I like that. that. I thought that was, that was, yeah. that was Who did the Wolverine stuff? Um, I, that was beautiful. I think it that was beautiful. Favorite. I think it's so pretty. And and just to capture that blue, so many blues, so um, many <laughs> blues. Um, and actually, that actually might have been Isad Ribic as well. Yeah, it looks like Isad. Yeah, yeah. He also he drew the Secret War series with Jonathan Hickman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which um, is beautiful. very very talented. But uh, all the art looked great, and then all these uh, little miniature storylines. Uh, they've been seeded into multiple, uh, you know, they're going to be in the rest of Marvel's books. So many books. So many books. So, in a lot of ways, this was, um, you know, an interesting, like, primer on, like, where the Marvel years is going to be, but it, we'll talk about, we'll talk a little bit about why some of it worked, some of it didn't a little bit later, but I know we've got to move on to some of our other... Which one are you most excited for? Which one am I most excited for? I'm actually really intrigued by Black Panther, Mm -hmm. like, the the, the Black Panther, the Wakandan Empire. I think it's, there's something very weird about it. I don't know how it's going to work, yeah. but I love like sort of the intergalactic stuff around it. I think it's kind of neat. I'd like to see what goes on with Thor. For Mangog? Mangog. I like Ironheart. She's fun. She's a good character. Yeah. You'd like The her. Avengers yeah. will probably be she's pretty great. Good. Oh, and the Guardians you. of the Galaxy, I think I'd like to see where that goes. Sure. I don't want Fantastic Four. Yeah. Really? Actually, For just I w- the two of them? Well, I want the entire they're, they're, four to come back. No, oh, they're Val and, and Franklin you, are going to show up. They're going to bring all of them. Do you think they'll be the... The entire FF is going to come back. You think? Yeah. I, I'd like if leave. it was just the two of them, Franklin They're and not going to leave Bentley in space. They're not going to leave so, Alex in space. Here's my theory that they do eventually bring them back, and Marvel Studios somehow gets the oh, rights to Fantastic yeah. Four again because Please. 20th Century Why Fox... Why do you think that? 
I think it'll be like Marvel Phase 4. I think that's what they're going to wait to announce. They're trying to do a movie right now that's about the kids and not about... Yeah, they're trying the, to do a kid-friendly... The, uh, they're trying to do oh, a kid-friendly Fantastic Four. At least 20th Which Century Fox great. trying to do it? And Fantastic Four okay. is more like... Uh, cool. Who uh, knows if it's ever going to happen, but... Anything else on Legacy before we move on? No. Great, why don't we move on to cable number five? Cable Adam? number five. You have, dun, you have dun, dun, 30 dun, seconds. Writer, uh, James Robinson. Artist, Yildar Sinar. Colorist, Jesus Arburtov. Letterers, Corey Petit, Joe Sabino. Cover artist, uh, Dale Kion and Jason Keith. When last we left Cable, something something Russians, something something mechanical horses, something something generic time-traveling villain who wants to rule off time and space, Cable told his time story and went back to Jurassic Park because dinosaurs always add intellectual value to storyline. Mm. We begin with Cable arriving and sitting down some little loaded guns right before Conquest shows up with the cast of Westworld, Seven Samurai, Apocalypto, Alexander, and the cartoon film Anastasia. We're treated to a pissing contest which features some pretty bad attempts at burning. <laughs> Unfortunately, Cable's ability to throw shade is about as good as his yeah, hand-to-hand like fighting that. attempts. Thus, he leverages the magic oh. of technology to summon dinosaurs to do his bidding. While the war of samurais, warriors, soldiers, Sorry. comrades, tanks versus dinosaurs rages on, Conquest and Cable are about to go mano e metal mano when Conquest summons muscle hunk men that more muscle hunk men, I wrote this wrong, than steam works at 3 a.m. Cable loses and Conquest acquires a time sword only to find out that even a broken clock might be right twice a day. A broken time sword will trap you between time and space. Yes, Cable worked with the Mayan, I think it was Mayan, priest, yeah. to replicate yeah. a time sword shard which completely fucks shit up and sent Conquest adrift. Cable broke all of the bad shit up that Conquest gave out and returns to the top of a building for no reason to give his best Batman impression, thus bringing to an end a five-issue story arc filled with great action and art, but zero character development, interesting twist, any sort of narrative drive, and or any reason to care. At this point, I'm ready to cancel my subscription and get Fios. This has been Cable Recap. Honestly, <laughs> Adam, this has been the news. <laughs> that was so much more entertaining than that issue. Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why was Conquest so easily baited by Cable? I don't know. The whole I thing had, had no it. story whatsoever. No, no, no so mad. Yeah. At least Weapon X like had Shut they were out. stupid and like there were highs and lows of that series and I I'm glad that I get to close out the story arc that everyone yeah. ends up hating by the end. There's characters that are doing things. Right. Yeah. It was just like when I got done with it, I was like, I don't know anything more about cable. I don't know anything about conquest. I don't there were no other characters. This was not a real cable story. Like this said nothing about him except for the fact that he's a time traveler. It was a really and bad nineties comic that like uh mm-hmm. image was have written you like when there was like big buff men and that's about it like the only thing that was missing was some like boob and butt lady that would just be like cable you can't do this was like, there a single woman in there no no good um, <laughs> it, they saved them they it, left them out it of it felt like Man. cable himself wrote this because <laughs> it's just like aren't I great I punched like so many people on stairs I would love that if this turned out like in the next comic they're like and that's how I beat people with dinosaurs <laughs> Okay, well, okay, Dad. Shut and Domino's like, do you just want to have sex? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Well, for someone who, like, read, because I, was a couple of months ago, I, re- I read Civil War for the first time in all those arcs, and, like, Cable was in there with his own, like, uh, city, state, or, like, his own country oh, or whatever. Oh, that was amazing. Uh, and, like, he was, was so, like, intelligent series. and, like, so much better. articulate and, like, very, like, masterful and strategic, where this was literally just like, hey, let's just get two buff men to beat the shit out of each other. Like, And I've said this before, Cable needs a foil. Yeah. Like, he's not interesting enough. He needs a team around him. He right. needs Domino. He needs Deadpool. He needs somebody. He's he's the the uh, quintessential straight man. Right. Cable and Deadpool was such a good series. It was a very good series. Okay, well, I let's not it. waste too much time about this book because it fucking sucks. I have nothing. What, what else was, do we have to say? Well, what was I was going to say is what. So I think we've already talked about the fact that it's, the series is rebooting. But like, what's the gist of it again? Like, what's going to happen? That so it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be uh, basically Cable and the New Mutants again. But the New Mutants are going to be like time displaced from like different eras. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have a, the time travel feel to it, but it's going to have. There was a book in the early 2000s a Marvel published called The Exiles. Yes. Uh, so uh, it's oh. going to be a little bit like that, but rather than from like parallel universes, it's going to be from different Good time times. periods. Yeah. Got it. Awesome. I'm very much looking forward to that story. Yeah, and the writer is actually pretty good, Jim Zub. So. I mean, again, to be fair, great action comic, but, like, it was really funny that we always kind of were like, well, if we saw them all together, and I think we really got egg on our faces because it was fucking shitty. It embarrassed me. I'm ashamed. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, your first two issues where you liked it. No, we were in on it. We were in on it together. This is so boring that I, like, started, like, fact-checking stuff, like, 
which of these dinosaurs would have existed when. <laughs> they said they were in North Africa, but at this time the continents were differently shaped and most of North Africa was underwater. Awesome. Isn't that more interesting than this story? Well, it there is. was actually a point yeah. when uh, Cable dispenses with, uh, what's the bad guy's name? I can't remember. Conquest. Conquest, yeah. It's kind of boring, I can't I even it, remember. Yeah, I think it's on the nose. Uh, a, a, little <laughs> on the, a little on the nose, but like when he dispenses with him, I was like, oh, that can't be the end. And it was. Uh, so. I was like, <laughs> Let's Wait, put him that. on a New York cityscape, having him protect New York. It's a really yeah. What it, I, that, I hate it was it. such that a bad move. Pissed me off so much. It was so dumb. It made it like it like it made no sense. It is. Uh, you're definitely on the nose. There was literally, or not on the nose. You're just spot on. There was no fucking weight to any of the storyline whatsoever. Nothing yeah, if nothing was consequential. Yeah. you know. So cool. Let's move on to X Men Blue. Woo! For God's sakes, let's. Um, X Men Blue <laughs> gave us nothing. X Men new this week. It's up, basically. Um, so the writer is Cullen Bunn. Um, the the penciler is Douglas Franchin. Sure. And cover artist Arthur Adams. And the rest is probably just. V6 I like that cover or something. Art a lot. Yeah. Um, we open with Blandstorm, watered-down, unused Buffy backstory. <laughs> then we go back to the red-headed demon blood orgy. Wait, everything you have to remember, everything's in blue and grayscale. How dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go back to the blood orgy, where they're literally, like, literally nothing has happened. Then we cut to the other storyline, where the blob turns into Clayface from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile... Who's the, a good guy now? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, meanwhile, the plot... Like fat Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the way his teeth looked melting. Right, I don't know. That yeah. was weird. Or the uh, kingpin. Yeah. Oh, that's a hit. That's yeah. a reference. Yeah, please get the difference. Um, meanwhile, the plot hasn't moved at all with <laughs> Mad- Madeline Pryor. Literally, everyone is standing in the same place for two issues, doing nothing, absolutely nothing. Honestly, are they in some slow motion, like, moving bubble where nothing can progress and dialogue has to be dragged out? Just when you think you're about to ejaculate from boredom... <laughs> Kathoom! Raksha shows up to rescue them. Oh, good. Um, everyone's favorite team, Raksha. So a fight ensues, but mostly everyone still just stands around. Um, the demon sluts hey. hits on uh, hits on Scott because um, they may not have bodies, but they still want to. get I did fucked. find that. I found that really yeah. funny. Where like, is there a bad woman you haven't had sex with? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the the blob goes full on wet uh, wet witch. Quicksilver is dead. Angel grabs a wet hand. witch. Yeah, like you know when like wicked when witch you... of the wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she gets <laughs> wicked witch of the wet. <laughs> you know when the we, he witch knows he was... got it. He didn't get it. Yes, he did, because he made a pun. That wasn't good. No, um, and Angel what? grabs a handful of that jizzy, jizzy blob. Is that um, is that the quick silver from blob. the other... You know, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, ultimate. Yeah, yeah. And this is ultimate. the blob that ate Wasp no, or whatever? Okay. No, 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 this is our blob. Okay. Um, yeah, so I they're going to try to save Oh, now he's our blob? Yeah. <laughs> Back at the boring yeah. fight, everyone is screaming the, the members of Rakshaw's name because we keep forgetting who the fuck they are. Oh my god, I forgot um, powers. Oh god. Uh, someone has got eyes or something? Is that <laughs> one eye? Just one. Um, they made it very distinctively clear they had one eye only. It's terrible. Um, then the evil clone woman who knows and gets her power from betrayal is shocked when <laughs> someone she? betrays her. What? Oh my god, it's so... Blah, blah, blah. Everyone fades away, except Bland Storm. Um, why? Because of plot? No, it's because they just want to storm on the team. And that is X-Men Blue. And she'll never speak again. Yeah. <laughs> also, apparently Beast can't use any magic anymore, because all magic is evil. Well, he just turns into he, a silver daddy if he uses it. I'm That's what it is. They're like, give up on into it. That he's that a co- silver that, daddy. That outfit. The, the white fur, yeah, white, 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 white with horns. horns. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I it is annoying too. they wouldn't play around with it to have like a, di- a different look for him than well, just being well, regular. He, I mean, it happens again. Oh, the spoilers from X Men Gold. He's, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, but that's because it's Keep part it. of the. Keep yeah. it. Yeah. Do you, Beast? I mean, like I've, I've, I've liked X Men Blue for the most part, but this storyline has been this very is rushed. Three parter was rough, so rough, and it's almost like let's wrap it up. We got to get to Mojo Verse, you know? Yeah, I think that's you're right. I bet that's what happened. Mm. And like, and like, there's not even any fallout of Bloodstorm joining the team because I know we're gonna get into Gold in a second, but there it's like, is. oh, there she is. She's yeah. part of the team, and Regular Storm doesn't say a word. No, blah blah blah. No, no, she gets one line. Does she? I'm pretty sure she. Oh, does. I thought I, I, thought I she was did. shocked. She's like, hey, can you get that ball? I dropped. Shut it. up, Storm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So yeah. I know it's like, uh, uh, why create new characters when you can just have alternate dimensions? And it's just like lazy writing. But 
Yeah. Like, doesn't... Why doesn't the Goblin Queen, who is currently present and has all of the X-Men in, like, rock... I did enjoy that stupid view of them covered in rock just staring at them, being like, Beast, don't do it! They were like that for three issues, too. (laughs) Why can't she just kill them? Just kill them! Also, Polaris, Magneto, Iceman, none of them can do anything, because, like, they might get a little... He could have turned to mist. Also, yeah... Iceman can literally die and then evaporate and then kill everyone. Yeah, the whole thing's very weird. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of the? What's the name of the, like the stupid ninja group? Who's oh, Raksha. Uh, Raksha. Raksha. The, the Raksha. The one guy. He's like, we follow the example of Patch, the man you call Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Okay, stop acting like your best friends with you know Martin <laughs> yeah. Scorsese. Hey, me and Marty. Oh, you might know him as Martin Scorsese. It's, Go fuck yourself. You know why it's yeah. annoying? Because it seems like, you know when someone really gets into That's a nickname, right. usually a, like a co-worker and they're like, no, we just call her Charles. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, shut up. Yeah. His name's not Patch. Yeah. Patch it was never Patch. stupidest name. Just yeah. call him Logan. This was know. a real low point for Blue, for yeah. sure. That's when he was the... The governor slash mayor back in the day. Oh, was one of your favorite yeah. times, Clark. A good old no, yeah, that's when Tiger, Tiger was in. Wolverine. Yeah. Terrible. Mayoring it up. Anyways, so anything else on blue before we move on to gold? Yeah, blue. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's move on. All right, so X-Men Gold. X-Men Gold. The writer was Mark Guggenheim. The artist was Mike Mayhew. Colorist, Rain Barreto. Letterer, Corey Pettit. Cover artists, Arthur Adams and Peter Stegerwald. And then there was some other stuff that I didn't read. Um, here's my review. Uh, so Mojo... <laughs> Who is the answer to the question, what would happen if Farouk and the Predator had a baby? (laughs) Is a villain that lives in a dimension uh, governed by ratings, viewership, and being on the nose. He is the result of writers... He's the result of writers yeah. running out of heavy-handed ways to have a crossover. So X-Men Gold thought, let's just use the heaviest hand. Cut to <laughs> the 1994 TV show Reboot. That, uh, right? I mean, exactly. <laughs> this whole fucking art. So I know oh all the X-Men. God. No, it's such a good yes. call. It's all of the poorly rendered X-Men hanging out in look the Uncanny Valley. Fucking, look at this weird body. I know. It looks like Greg Land's shitty younger brother it's drew this. Uncomfortable. Well, no, it had to be like jarring. some sort of 3D digital scan, right? Like, yes. like all the characters are built like weird video game characters. It's like, yeah. so uncomfortable. Uncanny Valley is yeah. very, very accurate. So Go it's ahead. all the X-Men from Blue, Gold, Astonishing, Uncanny, That's Sleepy, Sneezy and dopey playing baseball, the only sport where the losers are the people who watch it. <laughs> oh, look, there are 80 jokes about X Men and baseball. This text is the most absent of self awareness a meta text can get, and I fucking hate it. So, some giant golden dildos arrive, <laughs> and everyone breaks into teams to get as close to them as possible because that's what you do when objects you're unfamiliar with uh, suddenly come near you. Oh, and then all the X-Men are transported in the most obvious of traps to one of three worlds, Asgard, the future New York, or New York at Night, which I hear can be very unsafe. My favorite TV channel. Uh, Oh, and it's a TV show. You guessed it. It's about legacy. Just shoehorn anything in. And then on the last page, a time-traveling phoenix destroyed and reopened the mutant school and then uh, sentineled the Emma Jean feud and uh, until it was the Kitty Colossus relationship that skull-fucked the reader's eyehole until it was cauterized by hatred for this repetitive, garbage, shitty storyline. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Really? Yes, I'm so curious it. I actually kind of liked it. Yeah. Really? I, I think did. you have to be a fan of uh, anything. Yeah. Um, but mainly the X-Men. I only love art and like people who care about it so I get it why you guys like <laughs> no I was like into this I, like I, I was kind yeah. of into it it was the first issue of gold I really liked the art was very uncanny valley to your point so uncanny fucking weird valley. I still don't understand how they did it but uh, but Mojo like Mojo is an interesting villain, and I think he's very much part is of the zeitgeist he? right now. Yeah. In fact, uh, Ando Senti, the writer who Trumpian. created him for the yeah, she basically uh, said like in uh, like at a recent uh, like signing or something where it's like you know like I basically like predicted Donald Trump. By creating Mojo huh. in like 1985, oh, which is crazy. That's true. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, of like, <laughs> well, the Simpsons did that too. They did. That's true, did? Yeah. No, but like this world of like I'll control. I don't know. Well, I and I said this like the last time we talked about Mojo. Like, a mo- like reality TV didn't exist when Mojo was created. Like, it's right. absolutely he's a very, very unique character. Very that, unique right. character that like time sort of caught up to. Right. 
And I also liked, uh, this is nostalgia speaking, but I liked all the different worlds. You had the yes. Days of Future Past world, yeah. where you had Rachel wow. in her old hound uh, costume. What was you the had Asgard? Asgard thing, there was the Asgardian Wars. Oh, uh, uh, which and I lo- Storm became like a pseudo-goddess. Yeah, she, she was able to control uh, Mjolnir. She's already a goddess. She became the goddess I'm of thunder. <laughs> and then what was the third world? Inferno, bitch. Yeah. Inferno, oh yeah, Inferno. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Inferno bitch, bitch universe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and it's, well, that board me a little bit more because we've just seen Inferno again and X-Men Blue with Goblin Blue. So, so. Who, what, uh, so obviously I think it's going to be American Idol style, so you're going to like get to vote on who you want to live and who you want to die sure. and what universes you actually Tweet at us. Let's sure. get a real buzz of a tweet going. So who would you want to win out of the three? The, the Ghost m- of Bellin. Oh, oh R.I.P. Wait, who was that weird woman that was in Times Square? So it was anal... Anal to get oh, trapped. Oh, that's, that's uh, Danny Moonstar. Oh, she, that's a costume. She get, she's, it's a costume, I guess. Yeah, you could. I thought that too. It was. No, she, but I, she, no, she has Valkyrie powers. She re- regularly oh, has wow. Valkyrie powers. Yeah. Okay. She got it from. She re got them from hell. Hello. I did like the. I love the interaction of uh, Kitty and Jean when like Jean's like get a set a perimeter, put up ice shield, and then like Kitty just did all the shit, and like Jean's like oh. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, like she had that look. It was actually yeah. pretty good. And I like the interaction between old man, uh, old man Logan and yeah, that and was Twink very Wolverine. funny. Yeah, don't call um, me dad. And mm. finally, mm. the the return of Ink. No, which is So he was uh, born in probably one of the shittiest X Men series it, it called was good Young X Men. Oh shit, that's why he brought it. Yeah. That's yeah. why he, he has so much power sense. over his tattoos, is that right? It's, yeah. He's not a mutant. Any tattoo that he gets... Well, yeah, yeah some his guy that was tattoo artist mutant. was the mutant. mutant. And so and he so, gave him yeah. different tattoos for oh, each. Jesus Christ. And then at the very end of it, he got a tattoo of the phoenix. So in theory, ha- he has the powers of the phoenix. That makes me so mad. So this is the first interaction between the blue and gold team since X-Men Prime. And the gold team still doesn't Section. know that Magneto is like their Correct. headmaster. Right. I'm wondering if it's going to be revealed in this crossover. Well, that's like if it isn't, no. that's really annoying because it's like this is the part of like they're making all these weird storylines and action sequences and like flavor of the week like episodes or mini arcs. Yeah, but they're not thinking and talking about the real fucking interesting parts of the storyline. I don't. I don't think so. I think they're going to connect all with that whole Mother Vine thing that's going on in Blue, and they're going to not connect with Gold in terms of Magneto. Okay. Uh, we didn't really talk about the mother vine thing, which I find somewhat interesting. It's not uh, for you, Brett, um, because I think it's what? for it's doing fan service right now. It is a lot of fan service, but, but also you're ugly. What? Yeah, and also you don't seem smart. Yeah, <laughs> unnecessary if true. <laughs> but you know what? Like Brent does have a good good point. I mean, the reason I liked it is nostalgia. But if I didn't yeah. have a nostalgic, you know, attachment to it like you and I, yeah, do, I was yeah. very this unfired for it. And I'm not even yeah. attached to it. Yeah. I think to me, to me, it's not that it's using nostalgia. It's in a crass, lazy use of nostalgia by just saying, "All right, well, now you guys are in the old worlds that you were in." Pre- but you don't. Know, that's the way like Mojo storylines always work because the whole idea is about TV's rating. Like at this point in writing, to have a character this meta that's like winking at the camera that's not really well written. I don't think this guy is really well well written. It's just annoying. Because it's so close to them turning to the camera going like, hey guys, this is for you. Without being... It's very like, House of Cards. Yes. And I just... Uh, Ugh. Oh, I it's hate not, House I don't of think Cards. That, yeah, I, I think that I would be willing to buy into this. If there was any level of build-up, if there was any notion Stakes. of like, there's a reason why this crossover is going to happen anyway. To me, it feels like in story writing where you just say... And then this happened, where just some random incident. I think a lot of these books moving too fast nowadays, like or these plot lines. I I disagree. I think well, comics used to have so much more fuel in them. Like they used to be whole story arcs in one comic. Yeah, exactly. You had a discrete issue. Yeah, just a screenshot, and it takes. Let's look at fucking cable. It takes five issues to get through the most basic story ever. So they these storylines basic cable pitch. I just find it weird that after thirteen issues, we still don't have a firm grasp on how anybody in gold beyond like little things like, Oh yeah, I didn't even tell Nightcrawler. It's like great, they went on like one date in one issue and now we're just assuming their relationship is there. Here's the here's my problem with Guggenheim and Clark can probably expand on it because he fucking hates him more than I do. Um, is he wants to be Chris Claremont. Yeah. Who was the writer for the X Men for a long time? The way he like he seated 
all these various subplots. Claremont, if I, and I just yeah. read all of his stuff, a lot of it seems very dated, but Claremont really knew how to like allow subplots to like kind of simmer for a while and then bring them to a boil when they needed to. Yeah. Guggenheim doesn't have that skill. He does. He wants to have that skill. He wants to like create it, but it feels very much like a bad cover of, yeah. of, of Claremont's uh, Claremont story. That's a good point. Well, also he doesn't have the medium too. Like Claremont had the luxury of getting uh, so many issues out. Like so, you could reference something twenty issues ago, and then finally pays off forty issues. That, like it's insane. Like. The you know, way media works now, it's, it's and it's, it's really fun. And, and you're done. And it's really funny because back uh, when back, back when Claremont was writing, uh, like throughout the late seventies, eighties, and even up to the early nineties, there was no other real medium that allowed for that kind of serialized storyline. Yeah, because even TV Except soap operas, soap operas were the exception. Probably, days of our lives. but like most TV shows were Passions. all episodic. You know, it wasn't. You didn't have Netflix. You didn't have a Netflix what? model. Uh, you don't have HBO uh, providing original content. So everything you didn't have seventeen seasons of Bones. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, the greatest show of all time. You mean no, I hate Bones? It. <laughs> uh, so, like, if you wanted to get serialized storyline storytelling, like comics was the only way to do it. Now, like every medium really has story, like TV especially has serialized storytelling. I think that's why it creates such a dialogue for all like nerds who are really super into this and have read it for years. That like when their favorite characters are just shunned. Yeah. Like, for years and years afterwards, after they've been fleshed out for so long, it makes people mad. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Does anyone have anything else to say on this? No. I'm excited to see the second part of this crossover. I mean, yeah, we're going to keep reading it, obviously. Why? It just feels like already there I, are no stakes to it. I like it. I. No one's going to die. It's a crossover. I, I hope you die reading it. Sorry. Okay. Well, no, but also Longshot's going to get introduced. Hopefully. Hopefully. No, they already cool. said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe so, they'll bring Shatterstar back. Shatterstar is. Shatterstar? Shatterstar. Shatterstar is going to be. Hey, Shatterstar. I lost one of my teeth. Oh, and Shatterstar. Oh, Kalen has wooden teeth. Whatever the fuck that place was called. Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. Shatterstar. Did I say Shatterstar? Yeah. Okay. Shatterstar. I can't listen. Okay. Just like George Washington. Uh, anyway, so... The story. Let's move on to yeah. Iceman. One of my least favorite things about the X-Men is the baseball. <laughs> oh. I, I just... I literally... That's my favorite part. I literally skip three pages. I just don't give a fl- I just don't care. I don't I care at all. I'm trying to make jokes about it. Just like I, it's annoying. You know anyway, Iceman. Yeah, you know, we really are playing baseball. Am I right? I, yeah, <laughs> man. Baseball. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's fine. What's going on with Iceman? All right, so this is um, the champions number eighteen. Cinna Grace is the writer. Robert Gill. That. Yeah, what, yeah. You, you guys. Our best I friend. Didn't. Tony Isabella did something. And I'm not looking at the comic right now, but anyways, he's good. So, this is the story of Darkstar, who first showed up in the original Champions number 7. She was a floating member, that's what they said. Anyway, her job was to take Black Widow back to the USSR, but she said, suck my dick to Khrushchev. But then she went full Soviet super soldier... And her hot fucking brother was there. I forgot. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Darkstar oh, so was hot. even in the c- cartoon. I forgot yes, about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who was her brother? I was wondering why I was trying to remember where Vanguard. she was from. Vanguard. Vanguard. He had the hammer and the sickle, right? He, I, I said oh, he was a beefy yeah, ginger slut with a sickle and a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> they also hang out with Ursa Major, who's a big bear man. Ooh. And they all He's defeated Darkstar's evil father. Then she defected to the USA. And then both of them died. <laughs> And then they both True. got better. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> comic. And nowadays, she's super upset that Black Widow's dead. Oh. And she fucking hates civilian clothes and traveling on buses and poor people are gay. It's actually the most... <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Wait, so how did, that part. How but, uh, did Black Widow die again? Just a she just killed the Secret Empire. Yeah, like, what was this? Uh, she just... She she's dead. Who cares? Okay. She got like karate chopped she, by a yeah, shield she, in her she neck. She died of loneliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually <laughs> like thought there was something good in this entire thing. Was it, there was like an actual affecting moment where she she was slumming, 
where she said, honor my comrade by reveling in the banal nature of mortality. Yes. Which, I always forget. And then all the champions, like, were holding yeah, their hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's a real moment right there. And, oh, Is yeah. Iceman in this story? No. Also, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Iceman. Yeah. Bobby is numb, and some dumb bitch makes a sentinel, and he kisses a boring normie, and they fight the, sen- the sentinel, and that's the end. Cool. Yeah. I enjoyed everything about it besides the subplot of the villain, which it was is so a random person making sentinels to She's film making art pop company. I loved evil. it. I fucking I don't loved get it. it. It was so stupid. I fucking loved it. It felt very Hollywood. I was like, I, I thought it was great. I oh, I, I loved every single thing about it. Oh, this Judah, issue. Judah, Judah, Judah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Get how, it? Get it? Judah's got weird dancing. Stuff. How does a woman or anyone get access? To Sentinel, actual Sentinel pieces. It's the Marvel Universe. There's Sentinels everywhere. Why well, she's she working on the Sentinel in a studio? And if they don't have money for a film, how do they have money to repair Sentinels? Yeah. Here's the thing. I'll tell you. Gumption. Um, <laughs> stick to it. <laughs> a real tenacity. Elbow grease. She's yeah. got a lot of moxie. Look at um, her I hate moxie. At this point, they got to be just fucking lying around. I'm so sure like, there's so many if fucking If you pay sentinels. someone off, they you can get a sentinel. Out, yeah. I'm sure. Well, that's what like, they said. She does jobs to build. Vil- she builds villain things. It's, it's even similar it's to like idiotic. the no- newest Spider-Man I liked movie, it. where like the shit was just lying around all the time. I was so, just like, confused by it. her motivation. So she thought by yeah, showcasing all the sentinels, not causing damage, but just walking around and then having them fight X-Men, that she could showcase how good her stuff was, so people would want to hire her. And then she I blows could, up a gay bar. <laughs> I would ultimately buy that Hollywood has some ability to get Sentinel parts. Hollywood, yeah, got some ability to get Sentinel parts. But and I love a character who's like just a desperate person, and they turn to evil as a part of their desperation. She it, blow up a gay bar. <laughs> Yeah. What? She, she, she destroys a car. It destroys a car. It's a and car, then, and then it's gonna kill a human. And uh, Iceman gets the human out of the way. Yeah. Um. I okay. So when he was kissing that normie, as I am so said, fucking. I like they ruined Northstar by making him have a human boyfriend. Okay. If they fucking ruin Iceman by having a fucking normal boyfriend, I'm just gonna throw the comic in the river. No, but that one's so nice. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Really I, don't, I don't want like, a normal so person. He was charming. They'll still publish the comic. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care. We don't know. Yeah. We I don't, don't know. Clark don't, only wants to date crazy people. <laughs> I really, I knew it was going to happen from the very first bit. Of you the really wanted just to get together with Doc. Well, it is. I want to get together with anybody who is in any way interesting. Yeah, it is a little stupid that it's like you've got Romeo, who no one gives a shit about. Northstar's boyfriend. That's like find a character. Well, there's, there's, there are gay people that exist in the well, superhero world. Who is a gay character that he could date? In the Marvel Universe. Make Bitch. one up. Yeah. Himself. Don't make one they up. They did make one up. Yeah, they, they made Romeo yeah. up. No fucking person that matters. No, a superhero. Make up a superhero. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, why? why not make up a low-level superhero? But why? I was hoping Mark Kidd is married to Lois Lane. Like, yeah, Lois Lane's boring. a So this is no, the thing. I think that She's been going around this, for 80 years. This smell showed up one issue. They well, he's got to start somewhere. They recreate, like, the Mary Jane or... Gwyneth, whatever thing I'm of like sure. having someone have to deal with being a superhero yes. and deal with normal people. Yeah, I'm and tired of that. It's so irritating. It's like, but it's a very Marvel universe trope. We're here. Though. We're queer. They get used can't. To it. They can't. We're here. We're queer. We're super powered. Yeah. They get can't. They, they can't use North Star anymore. They just can't use him because well, of that stupid marriage. So what, here's, he's a, done. here's a different storyline. What hope. if they have a like a C-list superhero who's not a great superhero, but Iceman happens to like him? And yeah, exactly. The, the I'm 100% that into that. One of them I'm resents listening. the other. Here's the thing. There's nothing stopping that from happening. It's not like they're going to form a relationship. They had a kiss on a dance hey, floor. Hey, but what if Iceman has sex with a Sentinel? Look, they're, he's not... <laughs> yes! Oh, I'm so on that. I've done that. Sent yeah. a hole. Is Sent a hole. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who? Oh, yeah. He's I not going to... He's not a lesbian. He's not going to fall into a relationship right away with this guy. Okay, but get this. There's Every a mud monster thing in this that is also is so sentient cliche, and sexual. I bet he's a bad bottom. <laughs> oh. Oh. I didn't think it was... Now, all right, but what if Billy. one of the dinosaurs from Cable's episode comes into this time and Iceman <laughs> falls for a dinosaur that I, can't I speak think it was and also doesn't have a penis? That the guy what? was like, you showed up at 9, That on gay time it's like 10.30. It's yeah. like okay. that LA much, like, much like Adam yeah. in his podcast showing up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but what's weird is that like well, you showed up at nine, right? 
Like you can't be there at nine to tell me we're all. I found that very stupid. I, I think he was being cheeky. It was just let him be cheeky. Yeah, exactly. What did you like about this? I don't know. It, I just sort of felt it was really charming. I liked the book. It, I just it, found it had problems with uh, it. I liked. I liked the interaction with him and the champions. Yes, that's the only thing very I much. Like. That's a big part of it. Yeah. I liked the flirtation with him and what's the guy's name again? Uh, Judah. 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 No, just like um, uh, Princess Caroline's assistant. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Judah. I. Uh, I you liked know, it. I, the second and half I like, just crashed and burned. For I me. liked it. I liked the crazy woman who's the Hollywood producer, director, whatever, trying to film the Sentinels. It felt very Hollywood to me. I don't know. Like it feels like perfectly low stakes yeah, in a really, really nice, nice way. Like, of, like, and, like development. And like the fact that like I'm liking an Iceman book after six issues, where I never thought this character deserved his own book. I don't know. It says something. It's I think, well done. I think Cena Grace is becoming like he's getting more comfortable with the with the character he's it, becoming a better writer I, this reminds me a lot of the Daka issue which I really like which is just a lot of like good back okay. and forth yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wordplay yeah. I, I would like uh, Iceman to have more of a supporting cast because he seems to thrive well yes. with it I want him um, to have the champions okay I would like them to stick too. around yeah, and also, I, I you know one thing. I uh, one thing I wish they did bring up Hercules is bisexual. Yeah, no, I wish they, he was they, just no, making they, out they, with um, a guy at it. And if they like, retcon that back, I'm going to be no, pissed. No, they already did. They retcon that back three years ago. Oh, Alex Alonzo, like, got in yeah. a lot of hot water about yeah. that. I remember that. Life's so fucking stupid. I yeah. hated it. Were any of you guys alarmed on page 18 of the ever expanding white? teeth oh, oh i know oh my god my and god my god. god and then they get bigger wow. huge i noticed teeth. that they, uh, they they really did did go to West I, yeah. I dated a guy like that uh anyways so anything else on iceman yeah get this what if he's dating the concept of time <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh wow so one of well, yeah one of the celestials yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. that celestial comes in to take over the world destroy the world but never calls back he's kind of a jerk oh. <laughs> he ghosted uh, on him he guys, ghostwritered on him I didn't want to bring this up but I'm dating a celestial and he totally ghosted on me anyway are we going to have to learn his is, name what is, <laughs> I'm dating yeah. Robbie Reyes and he ghostwritered on me yeah. yes. uh, I'm in the final host or travel <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good alright let's move on Astonishing X-Men number 4 writer Charles Sewell penciler Carlos Pacheco inker Rafael Fonteres color artist Rain Barreto Letters VC Clayton Cowles, the cover artists are Pacheco, Fontarez, and Nolan Woodward. And the cover has Mystique giving a Cersei realness, right? Mm, yeah. Anyways, erstwhile on Game of Bones. <laughs> Game of Bones. Uh, erstwhile on Astonishing. Most of the team was in an astral plane. Uh, Xavier and Farouk were playing fourth dimensional checkers. Psylocke, Bishop, and Angel were trying to get the Brits to not kill their friends. Angel nearly hooked out, and Daddy Wolverine got taken over by the Shadow King. Which brings us to Life of X Book Four. Yay. So Team Real World is dealing with the Shadow King possessed Logan, and Professor X makes himself known to Psylocke, and she's all like, aren't you dead? And he's all like, are you new? Just because I'm dead doesn't mean I'm gone. This is comics, for God's sakes. So, and then Betsy and Logan fight while she makes fun of his age. I'm not old. I'm eternal. Which is what I'm going to say to all of you at my roast, by the way. <laughs> so, Logan... <laughs> Logan kicks Bishop out of funny. Go, that's the problem. <laughs> go ahead. Hilarious, but looks aren't everything. Uh, Logan kicks Bishop what? out of the skyscraper. Out of the sky, skyscraper. I can't talk. And they're kicking it in, but not to worry. <laughs> but not to worry. Bishop saves himself by using his ill-defined powers, which I suppose is the point of ill-defined powers. Psylocke sees what Logan did and says, "Hmm, a good idea is a good idea." And she butterfly kisses Daddy Wolverine out of the skyscraper as well. Uh, Bishop debates on saving Logan the way he saved himself, or nah. Spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler alert. He chose nah. Spoiler alert. I can't talk today. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but, Lo <laughs> but Logan, being Logan, he survives, of course. Uh, the Brits take their opportunity to put down this feral animal by shooting at them from their helicopter. Angel says to them, are you new? Just because you shot at Wolverine doesn't mean he's dead. This is comics, for God's sake. And of course, Angel is correct. Uh, correct. I can't talk. Jesus He's correct. <laughs> this is gonna be tough. A, a possessed, obsessed, distressed, aggressed Logan decides to do a solo fastball special towards the helicopter. I'm not doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> but Angel comes to the rescue and throws Logan into a clothing store in what looks like the twelfth floor of an office building. Right. Because that's how retail works in yeah. London. Two helpful clerks ask Logan if he's okay, if he needs another size of that puke green gown. Miss Adams Morgan is right around the corner, for God's sakes. Logan, dis uh, Logan disproves the old adage that the customer's always right by psychically possessing the clerks. Uh, 
Meanwhile, Mystique and Phantomax and Rogue and Gambit are kicking in the astral plane. The former two are hanging in Mystique's apartment that she had back in she had Madripoor back in the 1920s. With the rock show. Mystique old, y'all. Yep. Yes, she She's is. eternal! <laughs> and Rogue and Gambit are at Spa World, probably. Uh, Mystique figures out that Farouk is all around, but she's going to enjoy herself till shit gets real. And suddenly, I find myself shipping Phantom X and her. Oh, yeah. uh, Gambit tries the same line on Rogue, and she's like, she's the stand-in for the reader, been there, tried that, didn't work, got bored. So Professor, Rux do, Professor X one. does a To Me My X-Men to Phantom X, Mystique, and Rogue, who wonders understandably where the fuck is Gambit, and we find out that Gambit has been taken over by dun-dun-dun Farouk, and that is the end of issue four. So how long has Mystique had that fucking skull? That gold skull on her head. Ever since they introduced her. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that's her original. And that's she's, her. she was around since the 20s? She's quite old. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize Character she was old. Know, yeah, the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Back in the 1920s yeah, when was first But this is young Mystique. <laughs> yeah. She's an up-and-coming queen. Hello, boys. Yes. Go to the Charleston on top of the scratch papers. <laughs> she knocked over She's blue. She'll kill you. Yes. She's most deep. Avoid her. She, she actually did. Hair. She caused uh, uh, Black Friday, actually. They called it Blue Friday back then. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, I really like this issue. I'm, I'm just really loving the series. Um, I think there's good momentum. It's They're a lot of fun. They're taking their time with it. The characters yeah, all make good. sense. Sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. Go ahead. I just like I. This is the example of the book I want to see, where it's literally one plot for X number of issues. Yeah. X number eh. of issues. Uh. And all of the characters have motivation stances and they act as though they're normal people with established characters. It's like watching a nice movie whereas like Cable was a shitty movie and all these other ones are nice. shitty TV shows that don't make any sense. Oh, and they like are asking questions. <laughs> they're like, hey, Xavier, are you real or is this an illusion? Yeah. And he's like, Look, we don't have time to deal with it, and it's a perfectly legitimate time to not answer questions, rather than when it's like people who are in a gunfight yeah. and they've got like a minute or two behind a wall where they can have a quick dialogue back and forth. They this is like a very fast-paced and reasonable. There are early issues of like Jean Grey when she's like, "Like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Or I'm right. going to tell you too much." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Shut up. No, like there's good momentum. Yeah, that's great. Um, and every everybody's acting in character. Yes. which yes. I really really like. Dialogue isn't terrible. It's for good. A, a nice. And change. there's not all these it's weird good. characters like the Rock show that they randomly entered. Like it's just a very tight story, and I love it. It's like high stakes, but like, and they make sense. There's weight to everything. And this is the first time I think Charles Sewell has written any ex. ex men characters like properly well they so. should call him charles swell because that's because that's so, just Sewell. so is the reason why uh phantom x and mystique they don't get uh got by farouk is it because they're aware that this is still an illusion but that uh gambit buys into it or why is, gambit, what's the reason for him? so i think gambit I think buys into it because he's so it. in love with rogue and they can finally touch in this dimension in the astral dimension or astral plane rather and so he really like is that much in love with, with, with Rogue. And I'm sure when Gambit or Rogue, the series starts, which Clark, I think you're going to mention, they're probably going to play up like you their unrequited love. <laughs> okay, sorry. Spoiler no. alert. Um, so um, I think that's the reason why. But we'll probably find out in issue five. I, I am over Gambit and Rogue. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Over it. Everybody is. Yeah. Well, well, they, they just pulled the plug on that, which is great. No, that's not pulling the plug. They're going to have a series together. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, it's going to be very well they will they, I'm sure. Yeah. I, 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 Moonlighting the comic. I'm over <laughs> yeah, they, they're literally, uh, Rogue said, we can't do this again yeah. until our until ongoing. Our, yeah, yeah until it's no. terrible. And yeah. which is, I mean, the whole thing with the resurrection mostly is like bringing back the 90s for the most part. And mm -hmm. Gamut or Rogue is a very 90s. Is there storyline. a couple? Oh. Is there a couple that you know in your life that's like uh, Gambit and Rogue where you're just like, come on, stop getting... Every back. person you've ever dated. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was that? Is, is Silent the only one who can beat Logan because she's so good or because she's got mind powers? She can shatter a mountain according to Claremont. Well, she's a ninja too. So, so it is that she's just really mountain. powerful. She's powerful. I mean, she's both like mentally and physically strong. Yeah. Both, like physically agile. She's a ninja. Yeah. Bitch. I mean, do you think so? The guy who well, Bishop can't do it because all he can do is 
channel kinetic energy. So like all that. you're doing is getting stabbed with claws. You can't really turn that into like. I did love that he chose not to uh, not to save him. Yeah, like, that was funny. He's like, like you know what? He's not gonna die because he's Logan. That was a good. But bit. I'm gonna fucking slow him yeah. down. Yeah, it was great. I like the shade at the beginning where that was so. <laughs> Sorry, the, going. Uh, the shady part in the beginning where. Uh, Psylocke was just looking at everyone and like, well, Bishop's not going to win because he's not that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I, love, I love that. Yeah, and Angel won't actually do anything, so yeah. it's basically up to me. This is like also one of my favorite like X-Men lineups in a long time too. I think we talked Correct. about that before. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. the lineup is great. Like they're like there's like proper tension and they complement each other really really well. Well, that's like the biggest part of the Back to Basics, where it's like, this is a great Back to Basics cast that already has a lot of history, a lot of interactions, whereas like Gold and Blue, I think the reason why it's not Back to Basics is because Blue, the characters are still figuring themselves out, and then Gold, the relationships don't really work because nobody cares about the interactions between them. No, I mean, like the whole like Kitty Colossus, like Mm. rekindling the romance felt completely just tacked on, you know? Yeah. I really liked when he was with, uh, um, she just lost her name in my head. Who? Gambit? Spot. Spot. Domino. 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 I really yeah. liked he and Domino together. That is, oh, Gambit and Domino? No. No. Uh, Wolverine. Oh, Wolverine and Domino. No. Phantom X? No. Domino and Domino. Is it me and Domino? She's getting lucky to Oh, Colossus and Domino? I don't, yeah, it was interesting. Was that, was that during like an X-Force or something? No, it was during... Uh, well, you're giving me a lot of no's, but no yeses. Who X-Men was it? It was the one where there's literally like four out of the six were women. Oh, was it the Brian Wood X-Men? Yes. Uh, yeah. yes. Adjective-less X-Men. Yeah, I yeah. liked their pairing. It was very sudden and weird and just seemed like an interesting situation. That does seem happen. actually really interesting. Yeah. So I hate He's it. very calm and reticent. She's like wild crazy. child. Yeah. He's a crazy bit. I have two theories. Yes. One oh. is that Charles is still partially in control of... Logan. Logan. Yeah. Which is why the security guard who he stabbed oh, is still alive. Die. So yeah. he's... Able to like, ah. manipulate. Totally him a has legs. Yeah, totally. And so, Farouk isn't aware of that. And do you think the same thing of Gambit? Yeah, well, I would hope so. I don't know because he hasn't done anything yet as the like no, possessed Farouk character. But sure. I- if that is true, then yes. The other theory is that Charles isn't real. It's just an Ooh. entire creation of Farouk's Farouk. mind. I'd like that. I'm pretty sold on that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like that, and I think that's probably true. That's what I was thinking as well. I think it'd be a nicer twist. Um, yeah, like, he's gone so crazy that he, to combat himself, has created this Xavier that doesn't actually exist. Well, I think of it as being, like, the reason why he had Xavier locked up Really, it's 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 his own mind palace, like this astral plane. Yeah. That the reason why he has Xavier locked up is because for him that's a mental chess piece. That he's not really playing a game with Xavier; he's playing with other people, but they don't know that this piece is one of his own. Right. Oh yeah, I can see the plot hole in that, which is like, why was he all locked up at the beginning if it was already part of his plan to begin with? But if he's got some sort of madness or whatever. Yeah, well, because it does seem like... Because I will say it still seems like a light reason to reintroduce Professor X. Like, I think, obviously, it's a big storyline, but it seems like it doesn't seem as impactful that they're like, Professor X is back. Like, you know, or maybe he won't come back. Maybe he'll, like, finish the storyline and dissipate back again, and then they'll find some other reintroduction. Professor X will always come back. (laughs) No, I just... But, like, Brent's theory is actually pretty sound. So, like he's that he is not actually the real professor. So Adam. with so with uh, the real adult, Sachs. the real adult Jean Grey coming back now, and then uh, actual Wolverine coming back now. Do we think it's just going to be a uh, bringing back everyone? Yeah. So actual Cyclops will they come need back. To bring Cyclops oh, I hope. I'm sure they will. Yeah, kind of. She's yeah. the only one I the, like of those three. And someone needs to fight with Emma Frost on a real level, where she's not just sad and like attacking. I like just a want Emma Frost to join the X Men again. What? I want Emma Frost. Well, maybe that's like I mean, like it's back. It is back to basics, right? So it's like, what do they spend the entire year literally? So I guess you're joining then if it's back to basics. Shut up, Becky. (laughs) Uh, They'll just like go exactly back. Oh, I get it. Shut up. Where they started, which I'm like kind of happy about, but I also do wish at some point they would choose to. It's weird because it feels like they're moving on and they're always taking a step back. Like I don't know. Hmm. Astonishing seems like a like. Barring the Professor X storyline, Astonishing seems like a real good step in the like new progressive direction without without feeling like they're just going back to oh, like rehashing old storylines kind of thing. So do we want to do MVP? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. You want to start? Sure. So my MVP comic is Astonishing. I just love Astonishing. Yay. Yeah. It's so good. I want to do uh, an LVP. 
I actually have an MVP. My MVP is uh, Phantom X. You're welcome. Not for looking great, but for having so much commitment to keep his mask on, even when all the rest of his clothes are off. Oh, yeah. What a weird Bold on you, sir. My LVP is in Cable. There is a soldier who finds the fifth piece, and he says he had it on him all along. Okay, well, thank you. We fucking got it. You <laughs> yeah. useless, shitty soldier. Go fuck yourself. Just toss the piece forward. I'd like to I be hate that him. character actor I in the, hate the actual film adaptation. It's Margot Martindale in there. Margot. <laughs> <laughs> um, my MVP was also astonishing, although I did really enjoy Legacy. I thought it was like a fun read. To re- it did feel good. I'm interested to like pursue all those storylines. And my favorite character was Apocalypse on the cover of X-Men Gold, who did not appear or talk at all. Yeah, in the that was <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, my MVP were all the extras outside while uh, Ghost Rider was parking his bike. Just those leather daddies that were just like, <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was such a weird Love that panel. Guy. Yeah, they were great. Oh, the Tom's of Finland, I love those guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my LVP, I guess, is Kira Lee. She really turned a corner for me. She's done nothing. She's done nothing. Was she even in that issue? Yeah, yeah, yeah she shot at She the shot at him and it just oh, went I, off of I his tuned her out because that whole I tuned that whole issue out. It tuned you out, it said. Clark? Um, I, well, mine are blatant. I already talked about Dark Star for 45 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, just and, and the first yeah. half of Iceman is my favorite. The rest of it I hate it. And I want to do, and then that stupid normie is my least favorite character of the year. Ever? I hate <laughs> him. I hate him. Judah. Oh, Judah. stupid normie. Judah. 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 I'm being, I'm being Judah. racist. Uh, you're being, yeah, geneticist. Yeah, you bitch. Yeah. So, uh, my MVP is Legacy, just because I sort of like, even though I made fun of it, it is like a reset of the Marvel Universe, I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel comics generally uh, are improved as a result of it. Um, and uh, my MVP character is Mystique because she's uh. like, you know what? Uh, I believe, I know I'm in an illusion. I know Farouk's going to do some shit. I'm going to fucking enjoy myself Put until... Me in a bathtub of caviar. Exactly. Right. And eat me out for hours. <laughs> so like good on her. Yeah. I fucking love Mystique. So that's been Homo Superior. Find us on all things social media. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.